listening to the official podcast of the Mission Redlands. We are a growing community living out God's radical love. Uh, I want to tell you right up front, uh, apologize for my voice. I've been sick for the last couple of days, and so um, uh, I'm still kind of recovering a little bit. So if I don't shake your hand, don't be offended, <laughs> right? Don't be offended. Um, but um, I've been really enjoying this latest sermon series that we've been doing because I just deeply love the Psalms, and, and I think it's because it's a book that was written by artists. You know, uh, um, I love music and 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 some poetry and and lyrics you know like my son is named Bob Dylan because I not not because of Bob, uh, he, his, he's not named Bob Dylan rather I'm sorry his name is Dylan <laughs> so so um, but after Bob Dylan right um, and uh, because I just I just love Bob Dylan's lyrics he's one of the greatest lyricists ever to walk the earth you know and so I love that thank you Ricardo and um and uh, so I, I've just been really enjoying this, this sermon series, and it got me thinking, um, you know, one of, one of the best gifts God has given us, um, he's, he, he's given us a lot of gifts, but one of the best gifts he's, he's given us is the ability to truly know someone, to truly know someone. And human beings have this incredible desire to be known and to know others. And just one glance at social media will tell you that's true, right? Like we have this almost unquenchable desire to be known. And, And so, but there's a difference between knowing someone and there's a difference rather between knowing of someone and knowing them. Does that make sense? And um, I went to um, my first European soccer match on Wednesday with Ivan Wawelo. Here we are at the game. Woo! That's right. Looking good. And, um, and uh, Tara and Ivan, um, uh, Ivan works at the prison on Sundays right, right now, so he's not, uh, he's not able to be here on Sundays, but he's been, he and Tara have been longtime members of our church. And, and, uh, and so for a couple years now, I've considered them great friends, really great friends. And, uh, and Ivan and I were driving to the match in L.A., and, and as we were talking, I realized I almost knew nothing about his life before coming to the mission. And I was just like kind of, whoa, like I've known you for a long time, and I don't, I don't really know you know, I don't really know you, you know, and, and, and he has an incredible story. I urge you, if you ever get the chance, hear Ivan's story, but he has this incredible story, and I thoroughly enjoyed hearing about all of his challenges and successes, the losses that he's experienced, and how, um, how grateful he is for the life he has now, and, and it was just so much fun. And the match was pretty incredible, too. Manchester United finally broke the tie after 20 minutes of penalty kicks, which, which was like, if you know European soccer, that's like a lot, right? <laughs> it was like, okay, guys, let's wrap this up kind of thing. But, but, um, so, uh, but after I, I dropped Ivan off at home, it was late. You know, we, we had gone to L.A. for the match and stuff. I, I, was, I was on my way home, and I was reflecting on that. I've been friends with Ivan for years but I didn't really know him. 
you know, I didn't really know him, and it was more like I knew of him, right? Like I, I, I kind of knew him, I knew of him. And one of the greatest things in this life is to truly know someone and to be known by them. And lots of times when we are in a vulnerable, vulnerable position, uh, rather than opening up we, uh, about opening up about who we are, um, we project who we wish we were, right? Like, almost like we're in a job interview or something. And uh, we protect our soft underbelly um, by putting armor on to lessen you know, the chances of getting hurt when the reality is all the time our hearts are crying out to be known in this deep and true way. And they call that intimacy. And it's Really not surprising, though, because we were created in the image of God, and despite the multitude of gifts God has given us, the greatest gift of all is the ability to know him, to know him. And we're in a sermon series right now called Summer Songs, and for the last few weeks we've been kind of picking apart some of the psalms, and and today's psalm we're going to we're going to focus on is one of my absolute favorites. It's, it's, we're just going to go through a, a piece of it, but um, Psalm 139 is, is a song written by King David about his intimate relationship with God. And, and uh, so I want to read it all the, like, all the way through to verse 14, and, and, then, uh, and then we're going to break it down into smaller chunks. So here we go. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before And lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand Your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for the darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Let's pray. Jesus, I, I, uh, I ask you to speak through this hymn to us today, Lord. Um, you know that I'm, I'm not feeling well, God, and so I, I just, uh, I, I relinquish everything, everything to you right now, Lord. So just have your way in this service. In Jesus' name, amen. I feel like that psalm is so beautiful. I mean, those verses might be some of my favorite verses in the whole Bible um, because they're so intimate and so full of trust 
and faith, right? And in verses 1 through 6, King David talks about God's personal knowledge of him, right? He says, O Lord, you have searched me and known me, right? Notice that King David isn't asking the Lord to search him, right, and to know him, but he says, you have searched me and you know and known me. It's already happened, Have you ever stopped to think about how the Lord knows everything there is to know about you? Like, that's kind of a scary thought, right? (laughs) Like, nothing is secret from him, nothing. And verse 2 and 3 say, You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. How many ways are, is the Lord acquainted with? All of, them. all of them, right, all. So not only does God know when you get up and when you lay down, but he knows your innermost thoughts, even the ones you keep hidden, right? It says he is acquainted with all of your ways, which is just, it just reminds me of when I was a kid and I used to try to pull something over on my mom, right? And I would, I would ask her to go do something. I don't know, maybe it was a skating rink or something. And I would pretend like I had good intentions, right? But I really had a secret agenda for why I wanted to do this thing or whatever. And so I would go ask my mom and, and she would always say, um, she, would, she would always say no. And I would always be like, how does she know? Like, how does she know I have this like secret agenda that I really want to go do, right? And, and she would always, afterwards, she would always say, son, be, the reason it's no is because I know you. I know you, right? She, I, my mom was well acquainted with all of my ways, right? <laughs> and, 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 um, and so I just, that, that always makes me think of that. But verse four, and six, four through six says this, even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. King David is declaring that God knows him better than he knows himself. Right? Before he even speaks a word, the Lord knows it in its truest form. Right? There, there's a saying that goes, um, all truth is God's truth. Right? And, and, and here's, here's the thing. I'm sorry to break this to you. God knows the truth about you and I. He, he, knows, he knows the truth about you and I. and he, he knows the truth behind our words and actions. He knows us all together. He's familiar with all of our ways, which at least, for, which, which for some of us could be a thing that we're not super excited about, right? But, but for King David, at least in this moment of his life, he's re, he, that's really good news to him. He's, he's elated with the thought and Even for you and me, God even still goes before us and is behind us and he is familiar with all of our ways and yet he still lays his loving hand upon us, right? And and he loves us with a personal love of a father, 
and yet God is the maker and sustainer of the universe, like the entire universe. And he has this personal love for us, which if you think about God being the maker and sustainer of the universe and still loving us for too long, it might make you sound like you're, you're smoking pot or something like, like, whoa, the universe that like goes on forever, man. You know, like, whoa, dude. <laughs> like, and, uh, but it does. Right. It does. That's the thing. And, and God loves us with this love of a father. And it has he has this intimate knowledge of us. But he's also God. Right. Like he's he's he's, he's not just a normal father. He's God. Right. And so this paradox was not lost on King David, because the next thing he writes is about the grandness of God. Uh, in verses 7 through 12, he says, Where shall I go from your spirit? Where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, which is the Hebrew word for Hades, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say truly the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as day for darkness is as light with you. What David is describing here is, is God's ability to be anywhere and everywhere at once. And, and Ricardo mentioned it in his prayer this morning. Theologians call this characteristic of God um, being omnipresent, right? Which means uh, God is present everywhere. Uh, there's no place God isn't, right? And, and David recognizes this, that no matter where he went... God was there, right? He could travel to the bottom of the ocean and God was there. He could visit every, he could visit every star and travel to the ends of the universe and God, yep, still there, right? Still there, still there. And, and I just want to stop actually for a moment. I want to stop there for a moment and try to gain some perspective on that on this paradox of God being a loving father, but also the sustainer and creator of the universe. Like, did you, did you know that scientists saw the furthest individual star they have ever been able to see last April? Like, last, like just a couple of months ago. And it wasn't even the furthest star by a little bit. It was 100,000 times further than any individual star that they had ever seen before, right? But to understand how far away it was, you have to understand how far a light year is. And so uh, the speed of light, track with me here, just hang in there a minute. The speed of light travels at 186,000 miles per second. 186,000 miles per second, that's how fast the, the, the speed of light is. And, and Earth's moon is just over one light second away, believe it or not, just over one light second. And, and if you're traveling 186,000 miles per second, every second, 
of every minute, of every hour, of every day, of every month for an entire year, you would have traveled a light year. Okay? Anybody can do that math, science professor? No? A light year is roughly six trillion miles. One light year. Roughly six trillion miles. That's far. I don't know if you know that, but Google Maps ain't going to get you there. Like, it's far. I think it's amazing we even know that. <laughs> but, and just to give you even more perspective, our galaxy, the Milky Way galaxy, which we've known about forever, it's like old news, you know, like, ah, Milky Way galaxy, there's a candy bar named after that. Like, uh, um, our, our galaxy that we've known about forever is 100,000 light years from end to end. 100,000 light years. So 6 trillion miles times 100,000. Don't try to do that math on your iPhone. It'll blow up. And we've known about the Milky Way forever. Forever, right? And and, and so that's old news. But this next star is hot off the presses, though, because we just found out about it in April. And scientists just discovered this new star um, a couple of months ago, and, and they've nicknamed it Icarus. And, and uh, do you want to know how far away Icarus is? No? You don't want to know? All right. I'm going to get some water then. So do you want to know? All right. Icarus is 9 billion light years away. 9 billion Six trillion miles multiplied by nine billion. That's how far away Icarus is. Isn't that crazy? Doesn't that make you feel small? I mean, that makes me feel small. They can see that far into space? Like, that, that, that makes me feel small. And you know what else that tells me? That... We haven't even begun to scratch the surface of how grand our God truly is. Do you get that? We haven't even begun to scratch the surface. And because he's omnipresent everywhere all the time, he is out beyond Icarus and yet still here with you and me in an intimate way. If that doesn't fill you with wonder, if that doesn't fill you with wonder, I don't know what will. Because God the Father is the creator of the stars beyond what man can see. And he knows them each by name because the darkness is not dark to him. It's as light. Right? But here's the good news. He knows all the stars by name, but he knows your name too. Like I said, he knows everything about you. In fact, he has known you since before you were born. King David continues on in verse 13 and 14. You formed 
my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. When you think about the human body and all its intricacies and all the things that it does without us even having to think about it, it should fill you with the same wonder as the deepest stars in space. And here's why. Because the same God that we read about in the book of Genesis that created the heavens and the earth also created you. And God did this with the desire that you might know him. That you might know him. And and no matter who you are or what bad things you've done in your life, the Father sent Jesus Christ, his one and only son, to make that possible. So I want to invite the worship team back up. And uh, I just want to move into a time of prayer right now. Um, So my question for you today is, do you know God or do you just know of him? For me, Ivan was my friend for a long time before I actually really got to know him. We, we said hi at church and would chat a little bit. I would see his social media posts and whatnot, but I didn't really know him. And my suspicion is that a lot of us live our lives like that with God. Only knowing him on a surface level and never really going beyond that, which is sad to me because when we live our lives on, the, on a surface level with God, we miss out on the gift of truly knowing him and the depths of his love for us. And if you're living your life in a knowing of God relationship, you may try to fill a void with other relationships that this void you may not even be aware of with other relationships. But no other relationship can compare to a deep personal relationship with God because this is the relationship you were created for. Amen. To know and be known by the one true living God. And so I want to move into a time of prayer now. Um, you know, I want to ask anybody on my leadership team that feels comfortable with praying with people, I'd like you to come on up. Um, there's people here that are, are willing and ready to pray with you. Um, so whether you've been a Christian your whole life or you're just hearing all this for the first time, this, if this message is striking a chord with you, we want to pray with you. And, and at the end of Psalm 139 in verses 23 and 24, King David concludes with, his, with this prayer. And I want it to be our prayer corporately together. Is, is it, and it says this, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. I want that to be our prayer today. So maybe you've been a Christian your whole life, and 
you've been on a surface level relationship with God and, 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 and you, you feel like you're ready to go deeper, we want to pray with you. If you feel like you are unsure whether you even know God, we want to pray with you. So I want to invite just this time to be a time of, of prayer like Jody spoke. You don't, even, you don't have to come up here. You can pray with a friend right next to you in your seat. But if you're feeling the tug of the Holy Spirit right now, I urge you, don't leave this room without being prayed for or praying with someone. Okay, we're just going to sit in this moment for, for a few minutes. And then we're going to sing one more song and, and, and we'll conclude our service. But as, let's just enter this time in an attitude of prayer. You are listening to the official podcast of The Mission Redlands. For more information, visit us at themissionredlands.com.